Hey guys. Hey everybody. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Chase. And this is Crime with a K. Welcome back. To hey, episode. everybody. <laughs> um, so today's case, it's not a listener request, but oh. I posted this on my TikTok, but just so to post it here. So I am getting all of your listener requests, but now we have so many that they're putting us out to July. So just keep that in mind. Like I'm trying to trickle in some that aren't listener requests just to kind of even out what type of cases they are. But I am... I see all of yours. I've noted them down in the schedule. And let me know if you guys would like us to tell you what case we're doing a week in advance. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Okay. okay. We can do that for you. Okay. Okay. So, coffee of the day. Today, I actually went on a walk with my friend Jess. Jess, if you're listening, hi. And we went to Biddy and Bo's, which Chase and I actually went to on our second date. We did? Yeah. No. Oh. Remember? It was the one they hand you the card oh yeah 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 yeah. and one of our listeners actually wrote in too and said that we should go there one i really like their coffee but two today i got a hot latte with almond milk because it was a it was brisk today it was very cold it was cold but what i also really like about it is they hire people with disabilities and i don't know i just find that really heartwarming yeah. And they get so happy to serve you. And I really like that. It's a, just a really, you go in, it's a really nice atmosphere. And I really like it. And they give you, how they call out your coffee is they give you a playing card. So they have a deck of 52, You then you get one of the cards. So today I had a six of hearts. And so they'll call out six of hearts. And then you know that's your coffee. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. What'd you get? Or you weren't there? <laughs> I wasn't there. No, I was at work. <laughs> did um, you have a coffee? I did not have a coffee. I had some energy drink, but that was about it. Some lemon lime well, Jess, energy packet stuff. Jess got a latte too. Oh yeah, <laughs> I uh, yeah. Jess got a latte. Everybody, <laughs> she enjoyed it. Um, I think. Yeah. Cool. So today's case, not a listener request, like I said, but I saw this one on TikTok, and I went to go listen to a podcast about it. There's no podcast that cover it. Oh. There's one. And I listened to it, and they didn't talk about it until the last 10 minutes. And I was like, this is, no, absolutely not. And I'm covering it because it's, I think it's one of your favorite brands hmm. that I'm about to tarnish. Which, what, what brand? Salt Life. Nah, it ain't one of my favorite brands. You have some stuff. I have some them. stuff in them, yeah. Okay. So today's episode, we are going to be covering the Salt Life murder. Hmm. Actually, I, I might have heard this. Was it this? It's recently. Yeah, okay. Damn it, Daniel. He oh, knows. We won't, tell him, we, won't tell <laughs> we won't tell him. 
So if you're a fisher or a boater or you're just like Chase and I and grew up on the water, you definitely know what Salt Life is. So Salt Life was founded in 2003 and it started out as a bumper sticker and it literally just says Salt Life. And it really just means that you live your life on or by the water. And since the brand start, the company has sold over 2 million bumper stickers. Damn. Yeah. I didn't know that's how they started. Yep. According to the website, quote, today, Salt Life is more than just a logo. It represents a passion for the ocean, the salt air, and most importantly, a way of life. Founded by four watermen from Jacksonville Beach, Florida, Salt Life has captured the attention of many ocean enthusiasts across the world and became one of today's leading style lifestyle brands. Salt Life now owns and operates 21 retail stores with more locations scheduled to open within the next 12 months. Our stores are located in California, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and they allow customers to experience our first brand, our brand firsthand. You can taste the salt life at our Salt Life Food Shack restaurants. We currently have three locations in Florida serving tropical-inspired food and drinks. Salt Life takes pride in not only celebrating the ocean, but also protecting it. Through our Salt Life Gives Back initiative, we have joined with organizations that strive to protect the ocean and its inhabitants through conservation efforts, enforcement, reef creation, and sustainable programs. Through these efforts, we hope future generations will continue to live the salt life and help protect the world's oceans. We're here to provide everything you need to gear up for a day, a week, or a lifetime pursuing an active waterman's lifestyle. Whether you're by the water or simply dreaming of it, salt life has what you're looking for. Mm -mm. Sounds like one of my best friends would love to do that the rest of his life. Jay? Yeah. (laughs) Salt life was founded in 2003 by four avid watermen from Jacksonville Beach, Florida, Now, I couldn't find the names of three of the original members, but the fourth was Michael Troy Hudo. He went by Troy in every article that I read, so we're just going to call him Troy for this. Okay, Troy. Troy. What's up, Troy? These four were all friends. They enjoyed fishing, boating, and really just being active out on the water. They were all Florida boys, so it's really not a shark. Uh, not a shark. A shark. Oh, there's a shark. <laughs> oh, but that's actually funny because I was going to say it's not a shock that they were part land, part sea. But sharks are not. Sharks are not. They no. They're sea. Mm-hmm. They spent any chance they could get off land and on the sea. When the brand first came about, they covered fishing, diving, surfing, beach days, and beach relaxation. And the common slogan on all the apparel was, quote, I live the salt life. From where they first began selling merchandise in 2006, Salt Life has grown to more than $20 million in annual sales, with distribution in surf shops, specialty stores, department stores, and sporting goods retailers all around the country. I've seen them everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So Troy Hudo was born in 1966, and he was 54 years old when this story takes place. Troy was born and raised in Florida and moved around quite a bit. Throughout his entire life, he lived in Jacksonville, Jacksonville Beach, Atlantic Beach, Neptune Beach, and Wellborn. And Troy was actually the one who came up with the brand's name, and he even had it tattooed on the back of his neck before it became the brand. Wow. Yeah. Dedicated. I couldn't really find much about his childhood and how he grew up. From my guess, I don't think he had a bad childhood. I think he had the typical, like, Florida boy life, like, childhood, just always out with your friends on the water. Yeah, he seems like he lived at every beach in town. That's pretty cool. I think that things turned when he got older. Okay. Troy eventually went on to get married and he had four children with his wife, who we are going to keep unnamed. The family didn't ever seem to have any issues and they lived out on a farm raising horses and cattle. The home was located just outside of Lake City, Florida. Yeah, they're living comfortably now at this point. Yeah. Now, in 2013, the four founders of Salt Life made a pretty hefty business decision. They went on to sell the brand to Delta Apparel for $22 million in cash. Huh. 
Oh, I thought it'd sell for more. I read somewhere that it said close to 40, but everything I found was 22 in cash. So I don't know if it was 22 in cash and then the remainder. Who knows? Yeah. Still. Wow. Delta Apparel Chairman Robert W. Humphreys said at the time, quote, the Salt Life acquisition opens up another exciting chapter in the history of Delta Apparel Inc. This continues our strategy of building lifestyle brands that can take advantage of our creative capabilities, vertical manufacturing platform, and international sourcing competencies. Wow. Wow. Competencies. Competencies. Since be- since becoming the exclusive licensee for Salt Life Apparel and other categories in 2011, Delta Apparel has broadened its core consumer appeal by developing authentic and compelling products that cater to a host of ocean and beach enthusiasts. During this time, Salt Life has also expanded geographically from a nearly exclusive Florida brand to now having products available to consumers in over 1,500 retail stores from Texas up the coast of the North yeah i that's why I, I thought they were bigger than like mm-hmm. you said but I, I didn't know they got bought out basically i mean they sold it so they can yeah. produce it yeah. yeah i think like once they sold it it became a more well and yeah they probably brand. just sold it but then they had stock in it yeah so like they probably they weren't losing any money that's for no, sure i read that they did still all play a little part in whatever mm-hmm. happened after but i think i think the idea was to sell it take money and start other businesses because i feel like that's what a lot of business people do always they're just like we'll sell that one and we'll start another one well then make money off of that one go get a new one yeah Yeah. delta apparel also developed and launched an online store at www.saltlife.com which has experienced exceptional growth since the acquisition this is still from their website most recently product is being seeded in retailers in California and Hawaii, and it's receiving a great response from consumers. While this acquisition will have minimal impact on our revenue and earnings in the upcoming year, it will be a key growth initiative for the future. As owner of the brand, we will greatly increase our investment in consumer advertising and point-of-sale branding. We look forward to the many opportunities we see for strong continued growth with the Salt Life lifestyle brand. Yeah, sounds like a website. Yep. So Salt Life was a big deal to those who lived an active ocean lifestyle, and the brand was gaining a lot of popularity and a lot more demand, which was more than four guys from Florida could handle. This acquisition would also give these four men an opportunity to either begin other apparel brands, start new companies, or kick back and relax and just live their slow Florida lifestyle that they'd been promoting through that apparel brand. (laughs) Why am I, like, running over my words? I know you are. I'm like... It's not clear what Troy did after selling Salt Life, but obviously he came into a lot of money and it was all in cash. Judging by his future endeavors of crimes, oh, <laughs> I'm going crimes to crimes <laughs> as in plural. I like it. I'm gonna guess that he was just kind of living it up with the money, like boating, fishing, meeting girls, oh, doing probably drugs. Probably 100 percent, all of the above, <laughs> having a million dollar lifestyle. In early 2020, before that loser COVID rolled into town. Ugh. Troy had begun going to the gym for some physical therapy. He'd recently been injured in an ATV accident and was needing some rehabilitating. And this is where he met 18-year-old Laura Grace Whoa. Duncan. Whoa. 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 <laughs> okay. You just get a little crazy. So Laura Grace Duncan, she goes by Grace. So Grace was born on April 8th, 2002 in Millage. 2002. I know. In Milledgeville, Georgia, and had lived in both Sandersville, Georgia, and Thomasville, Georgia, before moving to Lake City, Florida with her family. Grace was born to her parents, Bert Duncan and Sissy Duncan, and she had a brother, Corbett, and sister, Rebecca. 
Grace loved fishing, cooking, exercising, hunting, the beach, and she was always looking for some time to spend with her family and friends. And she was a member of the Gateway Baptist Church and was baptized at the age of nine by Rick McCall. Okay. So just Typical girl. Mm-hmm. After graduating from Columbia High School in 2019, Grace had enrolled and was attending Florida Gateway College. She came to work at the gym as a part-time job, and she just loved exercising, so it gave her a free membership around other people who shared the same likes and hobbies as she did while she was in college. I'm going to assume that Grace worked at the front desk, and that's how she and Troy had met. Yeah. The gym was located in Lake City, Florida, and after meeting, the two quickly developed an intimate relationship. Wow. And Troy was still married to his wife throughout the entire time that he was seeing Grace. She was 18? 18. God. Well, I mean, all he had to do was probably flaunt his... Yeah. His money and probably was like, ooh. I think think he was like cool, older guy with a lot of money. With a lot of money who started a cool, like cool business popular young person brand and i think like judging by the fact that he was in an atv accident and somebody who loves fishing and being out on the water he's like one of those cool older guys to do cool things yeah Yeah. like he's still like still gross no yeah still gross but like a young guy at heart like yeah whatever i don't care how young his heart is his penis ain't getting any oh my god (laughs) any younger Well, the body ain't looking and working like it was back in the twenties. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know how, but he must have had a really big heart. So I'm saying, Chase. Yeah. Now, gross. These two had been in a committed relationship for several months before the incident that we're going to talk about takes place. That relationship was not a good relationship at all. It was extremely turbulent and tumultuous and consisted of a lot of cheating from both sides, allegedly. There was also constant arguing and constant fighting, and the fights always resulted in a lot of yelling and screaming and sometimes even separating. Troy and Grace actually separated multiple times and often shared with their friends how they were not happy with one another, and there were a lot of rumors that they were each cheating on one another throughout the course of their relationship. Seems about right. Yeah. Which... To me, like I said, like what I think it is, and I don't find anything wrong with this. Like it is your life. You guys, you guys can do whatever you want to do. You have a young, attractive girl and a rich, older guy who are both just out to have fun and mess around. And like, I don't know if either were really taking it seriously or if it was just that. Well, probably not because he probably came home to his wife. Yeah. But she didn't care either. Yeah. But he's just like, you have so much fucking money. Mm hmm. Grace's parents did know about the relationship and neither of them <laughs> well neither of them gave any sort of approval towards it. Oh, whew. Okay. Yeah. Because they really saw just how toxic it was. It's just gross. <laughs> the other thing that really set them back was the age difference between Grace uh, and Troy. You think? I would hope so. Uh, Grace's parents said that throughout the course of their relationship, Grace started to become more unlike herself and they watched as Troy would change who she was and how she acted. Eventually, towards the tail end of the relationship, Sissy and Bert said that they became extremely concerned for their daughter's well-being. Yeah, because she's trying to hang out with a grown-ass man with lots of money. Mm-hmm. Not a good combo. So, Troy was still married throughout the course of this relationship, so that meant that the two of them couldn't go hang out at his house. So, they were renting hotel rooms to go mingle and spend time together at, mm. and Grace and Troy did often go away for little weekends together, and by go away, I mean just like rent a hotel room in their area, but they did do this quite often. And the parents just, I mean, I guess she's 18. She's 18. So it's like, you can do whatever you want, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
On October 26, 2020, Grace's parents contacted the Columbia County Sheriff's Department to report that they hadn't had any contact with their daughter for a few days. This was during a time that Troy's behavior had been pretty erratic and irrational, so her parents were really nervous when they hadn't heard from Grace in a few days. Before leaving to go off with Troy, Grace had texted her parents to let them know that she was going to be traveling with her boyfriend. Grace told her parents that the couple was going to be traveling to Daytona Beach together to meet up with some of Troy's business contacts, who they were hoping might help assist in helping them start their own business. Hmm. And you tagged along for that. Well, it was going to be her business, too. Uh, oh. It was like their couple's business. Wow. Mm-hmm. Look at her. Moving on up to the top. Mm-hmm. While the deputy was standing in the middle of the Duncan residence, taking down notes of when the family had last contact with whom and where Grace was headed, Grace called her parents to let them know that she was safe. And Grace assured her family everything was fine. She gave them peace of mind, and she told them that she'd be back as soon as her getaway was done. When Grace hung up, her parents said that they had a really uneasy feeling, and the call was not satisfactory enough for them, as they said that Grace sounded wicked weird. Her parents told the deputy that they believed that Grace was under the influence of drugs, and they believed that Troy Hudo was the reason. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they probably drank and did a ton of drugs together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And partied and hung out. And mm-hmm. He's young at heart, remember? Jeez. <laughs> After this phone call, Grace's parents were worried as they believed that Troy Hudo was taking advantage of their daughter and that he was putting her in danger or making her do things against her will. The Duncans contacted the sheriff's department and requested a welfare check to be carried out at the hotel that Grace Duncan and Troy Hudo were staying in. On October 29, 2020, police and Grace's parents arrived at the Hilton Singer Island Oceanfront Resort after tracing Grace's cell phone there. Grace's father also told police that he believed that Troy Hudo, quote, gave drugs to his daughter to keep her sedated. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I figure, well, yeah. maybe, yeah, makes sense. So a lot of reports state that the room was registered to Michael Troy Hudo, but it is believed that the room was actually registered to Grace Duncan as her card was the one that was on file, and that's why police could enter without him being there. What? Why yeah. would they? Why would she put it under her name though? Because he's probably wife, a cheap ass bitch. Or the wife could see it. Oh, actually, yeah, that's true. So true. But he, who knows? He probably could have just gave her the money, oh, and then true. like he yeah, was like, like, put like, it on your card. Just put it on your card. Yeah. Here's the money for it. Yeah. When police and the Duncan family got off the elevator onto the floor that the couple was staying, they were immediately hit with a strong odor of decomposition, and the police worried that this was coming from the couple's room. You're telling me they could smell it from the hotel elevator? The hallway. Yeah. How mm-hmm. bad was rooms, well, how bad was the cleaning service there? Probably not that great. I'm just thinking. And it's Florida. Ugh. And it's hot. Ew. Gross. Police knocked on the door, but there was no answer. So an employee opened the door with a key card. And when they tried to push the door open, it wouldn't open all the way because something was obstructing the door's opening. Grace's father entered the room with police and found the room to be a complete disheveled mess. On the ground, laying face down on her stomach, was Grace. She had a single gunshot wound to the stomach, and she was dead at the scene. Her body was on the floor by the bathroom door, which was near the front door, which is why police couldn't get that door to open all the way at first. And she... Oh, my God, and her dad was there. Yep. Imagine finding that. Oh, my God, the amount of rage and, like, anger. Mm-hmm. Oh, Troy was not present in the room, but he did leave behind his wallet and his ID. So obviously police are like, okay, well, we know who did this. It's the man who left behind his identification. Wallet and identification to and, basically go, here, it's me. And isn't here. Like, so weird. 
They immediately began tracking down Troy Hudo, and surveillance footage from the hotel showed Troy leave the hotel with an Adidas backpack before he drove off in his vehicle. Immediately, a bolo was issued for Troy Hudo. A be on the lookout. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. Get his ass. Shortly after, the St. John's County Sheriff's Office contacted a detective with the Riviera Beach Police Department and said that the previous day, on October 28th, Troy Hudo overdosed at a BP gas station, which was at 120 Center Place Way in St. Augustine, Florida. What? Yep. So the day before Grace's body was discovered, Troy was in a car that was parked illegally outside a St. Augustine gas station. The police said the attendant called the sheriff's office after a man walked into the store asking for help. When police found Troy, they immediately sent him to the hospital because he, quote, was twitching, making delusional comments, and crying while his eyes were rolling into the back of his head. What the fuck? Yeah. Now, Troy was held in the hospital, and police didn't know that he'd done something wrong at this point because it was the day before her body was found. However, he was shortly arrested after this in his hometown of Jacksonville, Florida, which was about 280 miles away from the hotel that he and Grace had been staying in because that's where the hospital was. Mm -hmm. When he was questioned about Grace's murder, Troy immediately denied having anything to do with it and said that at the time of her death, he had already left the hotel and had come back home. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you just proceeded to overdose? Right. However, police working the case found more and more evidence that would tie Troy to Grace's murder, like the gun that killed her, and the fact that he'd been the last one seen with her when she was alive. Eventually, Troy admitted to shooting Grace during an argument that they'd gotten into while on this vacation together. He then blurted out, quote, Oh my god, I think I hurt my Gracie, and began hysterically crying. Troy said that he never meant to kill Grace. He said that the couple had only been playing with the firearm, and he never meant to really pull the trigger. What? How do you play with a firearm? I have no idea. Here, babe, catch. <laughs> I I was like, that was a really bad defense. But I just don't understand what that means, playing with the gun. You're grown-ass adults. What does that mean? So he, it gets more. He's like, he once he said that, he was like, I have to go with that. So he just, just don't he, worry. Yeah. He added to he the takes story. His hole. Yeah. When Troy Hudo was discharged from the hospital on October 30th, 2020, police immediately arrested him as he was walking outside. They basically gave him one less glimpse of the sun. And like, then, here, step one piece mm-hmm. on free land for one more day. Mm-hmm. He was then booked into Palm Beach Jail in West Palm Beach to await his hearing. And Troy Hudo was charged with one count of manslaughter with a firearm and a firearms possession violation. He was held without bond until his transfer hearing that would be held shortly after his arrest. And when police spoke with Troy, he told them that he and Grace had come back to the hotel room after being at the beach all day. Troy said that the couple was, quote, playing inside of the hotel room as if they were shooting with their finger and a gun. They were making finger guns at each other, running around the room pretending to shoot at each other. Then, trying to be funny, Troy pulled out his actual gun and pointed it at Grace. I don't know who would be like, ha, ha, ha. Or who would believe anything like this? Right? Babe, I love you, but I'm not just... If we were playing... Pew, pew. Pew, pew. And then you went, what's up? And pulled, I was like, what is wrong with you? I would literally scream. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, who would find that? No one finds that no. funny. Or like realistic about right. anything. Like, that's I've never just not seen anyone it, play like that. No. I'm like, Troy takes flirting way too far. Yeah, you took that. Yeah, what the hell? Troy allegedly told detectives that his 18-year-old girlfriend, Grace Duncan, was sitting on the counter in the bathroom when he pointed the gun at her and it just fired. 
Oh, so now this thing's magical too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you played with it as a toy gun just to JK LOL mm-hmm. and then it just magically fired. And anyone who owns a firearm knows you never pointed at somebody for that exact reason. Right. And it just magically went off. It just your safety wasn't on. Nothing was on. It yeah. was loaded. It was loaded with the clip. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. One in the chamber. After shooting her, he then panicked, left the room, taking the gun with him, but believe, but leaving behind his wallet and his ID. He then drove home to Jacksonville, Florida. However, when the investigators arrived on the scene on October 29th, they found that Grace Duncan's body lying on the ground with a gunshot wound that had been fired directly downwards, which was consistent with someone standing over her and firing the gun deliberately down. There was no way that Grace had been shot on the bathroom counter accidentally from across the room. Mm. So, I like forensics. Mm-hmm. After his hearing, Troy Hudo's defense attorney told the press, quote, Hudo absolutely loved Duncan, despite their age difference and the nature of their relationship. Grace Duncan's parents came out shortly afterwards and stated that they were not fans of Tr- Michael Troy Hudo and they did not agree with the relationship. Troy did get out on bond of $250,000 to wait for his trial as the judge presiding over the case didn't find Troy to be a threat to the general public. But then, no way. Yeah, less than a month later, Troy Hudo was back in court due to being arrested for stalking. What? Mm-hmm. Two women who had worked with Grace Duncan at the gym had filed restraining order petitions against Troy Hudo, claiming that he was harassing them and was a danger to their community. What? The two young women said that Troy had been following them into stores and gas stations, quote, staring and glaring, and violating a trespass order at the gym where they both worked. One of the women wrote, quote, I am terrified of Troy. He is mentally unstable. He is a heavy drug user. He has a big collection of guns, and he keeps them in his car, in his home, and in his backpack. His house, car, and backpack all have guns, and I am afraid of what will happen if I don't get any protection from Troy. The same woman wrote that the last time she spoke to Grace Duncan, quote, Troy took the phone and told me, if you try to make me let you talk to my Gracie again, I will kill you. About three hours later that day, on October 27th, he went and shot and killed Grace. What the hell? Yeah. What? Like, yeah, he's definitely, like, impulsively, like, Yeah. That's so weird. I think it's from drugs. Probably, I think it's a paranoia from drugs. Yeah, because, like, you already have it all, man. Yeah. I think, I think once he got rich, he went down a dark hole of drug Uh, use. Drug use, yeah. Yeah. The woman then claimed that Troy Hudo has violated a no trespass order at their workplace, saying, quote, he drives through the parking lot at least three times a week. Troy Hudo's attorney argued in a response to the motion to revoke his bond that he did not pose a threat and had not engaged in any violence, possessed any weapons, or made any threats of violence. And the state's only evidence that that they had was that Troy Hudo smiled at a state witness and or asked a non-state witness if he knew her. Troy should not be asking anyone anything. Or smiling at anybody. Yeah. His attorney noted he had already agreed to bond conditions of no contact with Grace Duncan's family and had been abiding. Troy Hudo's attorney then said he would be amendable to the additional bond conditions in order to avoid a bond revocation, putting him behind bars until trial. Quote, if the court finds additional pretrial conditions to be necessary, Mr. Hudo would submit to additional conditions to balance the interest of pretrial release and the safety of the community. 
His attorney also said, quote, Mr. Hudo does not pose a threat to himself or to the community as neither of the women alleged Mr. Hudo to have engaged, engaged in any violence, possessed any weapons, or made any threats of violence. Rather, the basis for the state's motion is that Mr. Hudo allegedly drove and walked through a gym parking lot, a Walmart parking lot, or a gas station parking lot, or a car wash and smiled at a state witness and or asked a non-state witness if he knew her. Troy Hudo had not entered pleas to ch the charges that he was facing, but his lawyer said at this time that he would be pleading not guilty to the manslaughter charges. No way. Yeah. All and right. While all of this was unraveling, Salt Life came out on their Facebook and posted that Troy Hudo sold his share of the business in 2013 and is no longer affiliated with the brand. Damn. They were like that. We have nothing to yeah, do with him. Who? Who? <laughs> we don't know him. I don't know him. We, they sold the Delta a long time ago. <laughs> the company made a statement that said, quote, Sadly, we have learned of one of Salt Life's co-founders has been charged with a felony. Salt Life sends their utmost sympathies to the family and friends of the deceased. In 2013, the co-founders of Salt Life sold their entire business to the new owners. The co-founders have not been associated with the brand in any way since the purchase in 2013. Yeah, they were like, nope. Yep. We don't know him. <laughs> like, uh who yeah who's this guy he oh. just has that tattoo that's just like yeah coincidence. no yeah sorry we don't know him but um sorry about the person that died because of him yeah it was very like unsympathetic yeah it was very like oh yeah we know it was our kind of ceo at one point it we're was not when they claim him but like we're sorry for the dead people but um it was yeah. the fact they called it a felony right i'm like you mean a murder you mean a cold-blooded killing it's a murder yeah Police then issued a statement saying, quote, when patrol units arrived, there was a strong odor of decomposition from the hallway. The body was covered in blood and there were live rounds observed on the floor. Mr. Hudo went on to state as Gracie was sitting on the counter inside of the bathroom, he pointed the gun at Grace in which time it went off and shot her. At that time, Mr. Hudo stated he had put the gun in his black Adidas backpack and then left the room. Mr. Hudo also stated that he went and got into his 2020 green Dodge and left the hotel and drove until he ran out of gas at a gas station. The judge proceeding over the case then reversed Troy Hudo's bond and he was to be held in prison until his trial. Then, at 56 years old, on February 16th, 2023, so a couple weeks ago, Michael Troy Hudo pled guilty to manslaughter with a firearm. Wow, no way. He was sentenced to 12 years in prison and maintained that he accidentally shot Grace as they were playing shooting guns with their fingers. So why did you plead guilty? Because I think he got a lesser sentence for pleading guilty. Like, they, his lawyer was probably like, if you plead guilty, you'll get 12 years, whereas if you go to trial, you could get however many. Yeah, you could take the risk of eating yeah. more. I also don't know how it was manslaughter and not murder. Well, that might have been the thing. They could have said, we'll charge you with manslaughter for this many years instead of first-degree murder. Yeah. No, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, that's probably what they said. If you plead guilty to manslaughter, we won't charge you or take you to court and try you for first-degree murder, which you'll get convicted of. Of life, yeah. Yeah, and you'll go to jail for the rest of your life. Yeah. So do you want 12 years of their life in prison? And he probably was like, all right, fine. Uh, you don't like that. Yeah, but it's just all too, like... But yeah, I didn't like the end result of that one, but did you look him up what he looks like? No, I haven't yet. Okay, I'm, I'll post on the Instagram, but like he's cheesing in his mugshot and I'm like, and I can't tell if it's his mugshot or his driver's license, but I'm like, bro, easy. I'm trying to see. How do you spell that? Oh. H-U-T-T-O. H-U-T-T-O. I thought it was Hudo. Oh, wow. This. It's this photo. 
Yeah, him cheesing. <laughs> yeah. He's probably high right then and then, too. He's probably on drugs. Yeah, he's that's crazy. He's nuts. But we gave you guys a shorter one today because we've given you some long ones, and I tried to mix it up because I know when I put that poll up, it was kind of a good mix of what you guys wanted. And next week, we'll have a special guest. Who? You won't be on it. Chase isn't going to be on it. Oh, who's going to be on it? my mom oh she's doing it with you next week i told you that i think you did but i didn't even uh, wow that should be exciting are you sad no but my spot is not being taken no it's not this is my spot it's only because i'm going home and chase isn't coming with me and i told you why i want her to do that one with me oh no it's fine i'm excited my you just you guys can't get you can't like her more sorry he's like don't fall in love with jen she's okay you won't like her that much (laughs) i'm better she's gonna smack you for that one i know (laughs) there's a reason i'm having my mom on for it so yeah you guys will have a good time you'll have a good episode with everybody it'll be fun and your mom will do that and that'll be cool and i'll be at home alone sad and all my fans will be hitting me up and chase will be he'll be back i'll be back baby he'll be back for the longer ones yeah the true talent has to take some time off yeah The true talent needs to work on his own case that he's going to write. Yikes. Okay. You You're are. Right. You said know, you were going to. I know. I know. Chase is going to cover the Murdoch murders for us. Murdoch. So I'm yeah. putting that out there so he actually does it. No, it is a good one too. That that case is actually insane. And I don't know anything about it. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. He just got like, never mind. You can't tell that. anybody. You can do a whole episode. Sorry. I purposely... I purposely didn't look into any of the news of it that was happening because Chase was like, I'll cover that for the podcast. And I was like, that's going to be like an hour and 30 minute episode, though. I know. That's so good. Long. But so I, when long. he said that, I was like, OK, so then I didn't look up anything about the trial. I was like, okay. yeah, but the more we talk about it now, it's going to pop up on our TikToks. I know. I skip right past it when it does. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, no. And I go away. I know. TikTok's the craziest thing. It is. And once we get through Switzerland, like I said, um, we'll look into giving you guys some bonus episodes and some patrons and really decide what we're going to do here because we know you guys want more. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll try our hardest for you. We will. But with that being said, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a good week. Have a great week. Have a, the greatest week. Have the best week. I already said greatest. So. I said Super califragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> okay, if you right. want to hang out with us, you can follow us on Instagram at crime with a K. If you want to send us a case, you can send it to crime with a K. If you want to follow us on TikTok, you can send follow us at uh, 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 <laughs> crime with a K. And other than that, we'll see you next Monday. Okay. Bye. Bye. Well, I'll see you in two Mondays. So, yeah. We'll miss you. Yeah, you'll miss me. I know. <laughs> Bye. Bye.